Good afternoon. Paige Browning here from the KUOW Newsroom in Seattle, bringing you the news this Thanksgiving week. Here's a wrap on today's top stories in our region. It's Monday, November 20th. Redmond, Washington, how's it feel to be the epicenter of tech news today? We woke up to the news that Microsoft is turning crisis into opportunity by scooping up OpenAI's ousted CEO, Sam Altman. OpenAI is the company that makes ChatGPT, and Altman, he is the face of the AI revolution. Monica Nicholsberg has more. Microsoft appeared blindsided when OpenAI's board pushed Altman out late Friday, and Microsoft's stock price took a hit. But Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella flipped the script Monday, announcing he'd hired Altman. That news sent Microsoft's stock to an all-time high. Altman and Nadella didn't hint at anything amiss when they appeared on stage together two weeks ago. And how do you think about the future? Future of the partnership or future of AI or whatever? Yeah, there, there are a couple of things for me that I think are going to be very, very key for us, right? One is the systems that are needed as you aggressively push forward on your roadmap requires us to be on the top of our game. The two CEOs delivered the keynote at OpenAI's first developers conference in San Francisco. At the time, neither seemed to know they'd soon be working for the same company. Monica Nicholsberg, KUOW News. Gardeners and landscapers just got the update of the decade. The Federal Agriculture Department has released new hardiness guidelines on what plants can grow where. Spoiler, things are getting warmer. Natalie Newcomb reports. The Seattle area's average coldest temperatures are warmer by about 5 to 10 percent. That's reflected in the USDA's latest plant hardiness map. The region had been listed as 8B, but now the map lists the region as 9A. Ray Larson is with the University of Washington's Botanic Gardens. This doesn't mean that we can now grow plants that are maybe native to California. You know, you still get some extreme cold, but then you really get the extreme heat. So it's kind of more limiting the plant palette in some ways because we're becoming maybe a little more like the Midwest. Larson said extreme hot summers can accelerate deadly diseases in native and non-native plants that should flourish here. But plants that can handle warmer temperatures, listed as 9A, are more likely to die during cold snaps. That's why he recommends giving them extra winter protection during extreme winters. Natalie Newcomb, KUOW News. In our politics beat today, the recent threats at election centers in Washington have state lawmakers looking for solutions. This year, they failed to advance a bill that would have increased penalties for people that threaten election workers. But that bill will get another look in 2024. Sam Hunt chairs the Senate's Government and Elections Committee. We're going to have to try to wrestle with the best way to deal with that. Maybe it's felony, maybe it's something else. I don't know. The proposed bill would also allow election workers to participate in the state's address confidentiality program. The next legislative session starts in January. In Seattle politics, the city council is scheduled to vote on its 2024 budget tomorrow. One group that's watching, students. They're hopeful it'll include $20 million for mental health resources in schools. Sammy West has the story. C. Makar Whitaki is a senior at Ingram High School. His mental health suffered after a classmate was killed in a shooting at his school last November. Luckily, he sought help from a therapist he was already seeing. 
but he knows many Seattle students aren't so lucky, especially those living in poverty. And he's tired of seeing them struggling, or worse, taking their own lives. A lot of that happens because kids aren't given another option. They don't have a therapist. They don't have a counselor. And they're not told that they matter. That's why Mekar Whitaki, as a member of the Seattle Student Union, is pushing for more counselors and therapists in public schools. He says offering students support in school is increasingly important, given the rising cost of therapy and national shortage of counselors. Sammy West, KUOW News. Also in the budget, money for a gunshot detection program. Those programs go by names like ShotSpotter. Councilmember Lisa Herbold opposed that spending, saying it led to false positives in other cities. Meaning police officers are being diverted away from the emergency work that they need to do to go to gunshot sounds that turn out to be not gunshots at all. Still, it's in the 2024 budget proposal. Herbold supports funding for a different police technology, Trulio. That program analyzes police body camera footage. Skiers and backcountry travelers, there is a new app that just launched for you. It's called AVI. That's A-V-Y, the Northwest Avalanche Center's avalanche and weather forecast app. By the way, their avalanche awareness courses just started up for the season. Got Apple Cup watching plans yet? This coming Saturday is the 115th football rivalry game between University of Washington and Washington State University. And it won't be the last. The schools have announced they've agreed to hold the cup until at least 2028. Next year's will be at Lumen Field. We're entering some of the busiest travel days of the year before and after Thanksgiving Day. Here's what to expect if you are going somewhere. State highways will see the most traffic on Wednesday and Sunday, and those will be the most hectic days no matter how you're traveling. For those flying, the busiest days at SeaTac Airport will be Wednesday, Sunday, and next Monday. Airport officials recommend you use the Spot Saver tool on their website or app to reserve a spot in the security line. And here are the non-peak hours for airport travel. 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Before and in between those periods is considered peak busy. On ferries, 300,000 people are expected to board between Wednesday and Sunday. Ferry officials say prepare for delays and consider walking or biking on to ensure you get a spot. And that's a wrap from the KUOW Newsroom in Seattle. Our producer today is John O'Brien. And I'm Paige Browning. We'll be back tomorrow. See ya.